Support for OPB comes from our members and from our sponsors, like Mike Rosenberg from Columbia Credit Union. Mike says they trust what they see and hear on OPB, and that aligns with Columbia Credit Union's brand. This is Think Out Loud on OPB. I'm Dave Miller. For nearly 30 years, a nonprofit called the Regional Arts and Culture Council, or RAC, has been the city of Portland's main partner in administering arts funding and programming. That is going to change. Portland Commissioner Dan Ryan announced recently that the city will not be renewing its contract with RAC after the end of this fiscal year. That's 11 months from now. Last week, we talked about this looming change with RAC's co-executive director and its interim board chair. Today, we're going to get the city's perspective. Darian Jones is Dan Ryan's senior policy advisor on arts, culture, and equity. Jeff Hawthorne is Portland's arts program manager. It's great to have both of you on the show. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Steve. Darian Jones, first, why did Commissioner Ryan decide to end the city's relationship with RAC? Yeah, thank you, Dave. Uh, I think it's important to note that the city has been reflecting on its investments in the Regional Arts and Culture Council in the contract for a number of years, starting in 2018 when there was an audit released by the then uh, city auditor. Uh, And over time, the city's actually refined to right-size its investments um, again in 2021 with Commissioner uh, Carmen Rubio when she reduced the contract to uh, allow for better oversights of the Arts and Education Access Fund. And earlier this year, uh, Commissioner Ryan also made an amendment to better support advocacy and fundraising for the city. I would say this change uh, follows suit with the reality that the city is working to better support arts and culture. And uh, this is one of the changes that um, sort of has been uh, building up for a number of years at this point. What specifically wasn't RAC doing right? Uh, there are a number of compliance issues, I'd say, that we've had with the Regional Arts and Culture Council. And it's not so much that it's focusing on RAC as much as the city's investments in arts and culture and preparing for our new form of government, as we're also preparing to um, ag- advance the cultural plan that will come through the city next year. I would say um, the fact that the relationship with the Regional Arts and Culture Council hasn't really um, been as collaborative as the city would like uh, would be one of the reasons reasons for that change. Uh, but ultimately, um, the Regional Arts and Culture Council uh, has not really been the biggest partner with the city, I think, in the way that we want. And we want to be able to invest in the arts in a more robust way. Um, I'm I'm interested in, in you're talking about collaboration um, and, and partners, because uh, as I'm sure you heard, one of the things that we heard on the show last week was challenges that RAC leaders said they were having in simply talking with Commissioner Ryan, who has arts and culture in his portfolio. Uh, For folks who didn't hear it, I want to play an excerpt um, from that conversation. This is co-executive director Carol Tatch talking. There's some surprise. Um, However, I would say because of the lessening of the attachments and the conversations, you know, not really being able to have deep engagement with either Commissioner Rubio or Commissioner Ryan and their teams. Um, We still sit in a space. We have not had a meeting with Commissioner Ryan, though we have sat in his portfolio since January 1st. Um, And and if I can just be clear, so you, you did request meetings? Yes. Oh, yeah. January 1st, as soon as we found out that he was our new arts commissioner, I sent an email inviting that conversation, um, as we did with Commissioner Rubio. Um, And again, there's that ongoing effort to even be in a space where we can have collaboration and conversations. Darren Jones, why didn't Commissioner Ryan say yes to that meeting? 
Um, I would say Commissioner Ryan has met with the Regional Arts and Culture Council. Um, even within the last seven months, he's met with the RAC leadership and board uh, at least three times. The first time was in December before City Council rejected the Regional uh, Arts and Culture Council's annual report. The second time was in April when uh, Commissioner Ryan met with uh, RAC leadership and their board. And the most recent time was here in July when uh, Commissioner Ryan shared a follow-up around the city's concerns that um, Jeff and I have actually been bringing up to Iraq for a number of months at this point. So you're saying when they say that there were no meetings, you're saying that's simply not true. They, they did meet. Correct. A simple public records request would show that Commissioner Ryan, Ryan met with the Regional Arts and Culture Council. Jeff Hawthorne, as I mentioned, is with us as well. Um, after 17 years at RAC, um, for a, a, a couple years now, you have been administering Portland's arts program. What is it? I mean, what is what does Portland's arts program do? Well, the Portland Arts Program was established in part to provide stronger oversight for the Regional Arts and Culture Council. This was one of the recommendations of the city audit in 2018. And we, what we found was that elected officials cannot always provide the kind of oversight in this very large and significant contract. So that's part of the reason why the City Arts Program was established. It's also important that the city articulate clear goals for arts and culture and provide clear direction about what we expect RAC or any of our other contractors to do. And so that is why the City Arts Program is leading a cultural planning process to assess the state of arts and culture, not only in Portland, but in the Tri-County area, the area that RAC serves, to develop a new vision for arts and culture and to establish some new goals and strategies that City Council can adopt to better support that community. But practically speaking, what what is the city of Portland going to be doing with respect to arts and arts funding that's different from what's been happening for the last, say, two years? I mean, because we could, a lot has changed, I think, since that 2018 audit. There's whole new leadership at RAC. There, there's new oversight. They've changed their policies as a response. So we're not talking about 2018 anymore. How is what you plan to do going forward different from what RAC, say, has done over the last year? Yeah, we have um, seen changes in leadership um, in RAC over the last several years, several changes in leadership. And what we find now is that Portland City Council has lost some of its confidence in RAC. We see that with the report to City Council in December that actually um, Commissioner Joanne Hardesty and Commissioner Mingus Maps, two commissioners who don't agree on a lot of things, um, actually voted to not accept RAC's report because it was not responsive to the contract and it did not uh, share helpful information with City Council about how the city's dollars were being used to support arts and culture and D what the impact the of those investments Didn't the city council were. then end up approving that report without more questions in it March? Was, it was not approved. It has not it, been it approved. It still has not been approved. It has not been approved. They don't need to come back to us for approval, but we would like to see RAC answer the questions that were raised in city council, and they have not yet provided that information. What do you see as the most, the, the, the most serious issues from that report? Some of the issues I think that came up, Dave, were around the Regional Arts and Culture Council's finances in the fact that the leadership could not speak to council regarding those. And they have continued to um, uh, be unclear to the city as we've requested information that RAC has not been able to provide. 
I want to I want to remind folks if you're just tuning in, we're talking about a big change is coming to Portland's arts scene. Starting next summer, the city is going to be in charge of spending its own arts tax money as opposed to contracting with the Regional Arts and Culture Council RAC, which it's been doing through an intergovernmental agreement for nearly 30 years. Jeff Hawthorne, what's at stake in this for arts organizations, the biggest ones in the Portland metro area, and individual artists? Well, one of the things we want to make sure that artists and arts organizations understand is that the city of Portland is committed to maintaining its investment in them and in the arts community throughout this transition. Um, it would not be accurate to say that we are um, completely severing the relationship with RAC or that we are defunding the arts in any way. Rather, what the city is looking to do is to reassess this contract, this very large and complex contract that we have with RAC. And we find that it's not working for the city. RAC tells us that it's not working for us. So instead, what we'd like to do is to break that contract down into smaller bite-sized pieces and articulate a scope of work and clear accounting measures, accountability measures for those various scopes and send them out to bid. And RAC can compete for those contracts. There may be other people in the community, other organizations who could compete for those contracts. And our goal at the end of the day is for the city to spend less money on RAC management and overhead expenses and spend more money on grants for artists and arts organizations. Let me run uh, another um, excerpt from last week's interview by you. This is um, from Debbie Garman, board treasurer and interim board chair for RAC. Let's have a listen to what she had to say. Well, it seems to me that honestly, the city has gotten a major bargain um, from the work that RAC has done on its behalf. The team at RAC who are in charge of public arts administration and grants dispersal are experts with uh, a lot of years behind them in connections with the depth of the arts community in the Portland metro area. And I think they're going to be hard pressed to find people with that same skill set. And nobody at RAC has been paid luxurious wages, you can believe it. And uh, the the nature of the current contract that is finishing up um, has been a consistent sort of squeezing reduction of administrative monies available for the same work or more work being asked for in the projects. So RAC, to my mind, has been a very thrifty investment and a realm of treasure and expertise that the city may not be fully aware of. Jeff, there's a lot there, but but just to zero in on what what strikes me in, in this case is the the most salient part. Essentially, she's saying we've been doing a good job. We've got expertise in this, and and we're doing it on the cheap in ways that could be hard for the city to emulate on its own. What's your response to that basic point? Before you come in, Jeff, I just want to kind of really emphasize the fact that, you know, in 28 years, the annual report from the Regional Arts and Culture Council had never been rejected by city council. There have been concerns regarding the relationship for a number of years. And I would say there's great work that RAC does do in the community and the city recognizes that RAC is a partner. But over time, the city's had to refine that contract to better deliver on the services to Portlanders. Most recently in 2021, one, when the Commissioner Carmen Rubio reduced oversight of the Arts and Education Access Fund with the school districts because RAC was not delivering to the school districts. So there is a need for RAC in the community, but the city right now is trying to right-size its investments to really deliver those services to the community in Portland. Well, Jeff, how much will you do you imagine that you are going to be 
doing your own version of what Rack has been doing in-house, as opposed to, I guess, finding some other nonprofit to administer arts tax on behalf of Portlanders. Commissioner Ryan has made it very clear that it is not his intention to build that bureaucracy at the city of Portland. The city arts program and city council believe that it would be better to find partners to deliver grants, to provide public art, and to provide other services for artists and arts organizations. That's why we will be developing RFPs for the community to bid on. RFPs means requests for proposals, but so but the but the proposals are for a group to then win the grant to give out tax money to artists and institutions to win the contract. The contract to be to be an arts funder on behalf of the city of Portland. Yes, and to be clear, we believe that the Regional Arts and Culture Council has done a good job, especially of reaching individual artists and distributing money to artists in the community. I could totally imagine that RAC would be a very successful bidder if we were to put it on RFP, asking for a partner to distribute half a million dollars to individual artists every year. But we will put together that RFP, we will set administrative limits because the costs that we are currently paying for management and administration are too high. Of the $4 million that uh, the city of Portland sent to RAC this year for from the general operating fund, RAC spent more than $2 million of that on management and administrative expenses, and we just think that's too high. Darian Jones, I can imagine someone listening to this conversation, and and whenever someone says RFP on the show, I shudder a little bit because it, it's it's an important way that government works, but it's not the way most of us think or talk. Can you boil this down for us? Why do you think this should matter to Portlanders? Because the city really wants to increase investments in artists, our creative economy, and uh, creating the atmosphere for Portland to really shine as a center for arts and culture. And, the, and you're increasing. So you're saying that without collecting more arts tax money, you're you can sit here today saying that more money will go to artists because of this change. I could say that with a reduction in administration costs to the Regional Arts and Culture Council, there will be more available funds to go out in the community. And, um, you know, the city is making this change to better support the region. The contract as a with RAC as a sole source provider is not working for the city at this time. There is an opportunity to create more uh, grant makers and people who can invest and reach artists that RAC currently hasn't been able to reach. And you can guarantee that at the end, there will be lower overhead as a result of this. That is the goal that we're trying to achieve right now, which seems pretty uh, pretty like low-hanging fruit. Darian Jones and Jeff Hawthorne, thanks very much. Thanks, Steve. Darian Jones is Senior Policy Advisor on Arts, Culture, and Equity at Commissioner Dan Ryan. Jeff Hawthorne is the City of Portland's Arts Program Manager.